0: literally every time you find yourself saying i don't have time switch out the phrasing to that's not a priority right now Mm -hmm. and see how that feels yep feels like i just don't have time to work out working out is just not a priority for me it's like ooh, sorry uh oh
1: yeah yeah change change that oh you owe yourself that this is workwives unscripted we're your hosts jill and katie and we know absolutely everything there is to know about business we invented business and we're stupid rich we heard you and we get it we finally made the podcast so get your notepad out sweetie we're about to change your life (laughs)
0: obviously we're kidding well of course we want to dominate business doesn't always have to be taken so
1: seriously this is the podcast you can turn on when you want encouragement, relatability, and a splash of humor. We're the workwives you never knew you needed. Uh, we're reporting to you live from Switzerland. Snow from Ireland because it's St. Patty's Day. Well, they which, do yodel in Switzerland. That's true. We well, this is it. actually turning into a podcast about yodeling. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this podcast is how to yodel in eight different ways.
1: <laughs> so relevant in eight different octaves. You guys yodel. have been begging for this.. So. <laughs> but you want to know why we're doing this so last mini? Oh, I'll tell you why. Because we did enlighten them. Jill. We did
0: another work wives on the road mm-hmm. because we were driving to Utah, and we were like, oh, three hour drive." Because we flew into Vegas, drew, drove, <laughs> drove, drove from Vegas to Utah, and we
1: said, "Oh, what a great time to podcast." Turns out it wasn't. Turns out it wasn't, and we didn't even know we podcasted for a good a whole like hour 45 minutes and it was funny we had a blast we were cackling cackling it was like so much just good comical content i actually don't think the meat of the episode was our best work yeah so maybe that was manny (laughs) shutting us down manny was like uh i'm gonna pop your big heads (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna not let you release this one girlies (laughs) um and the sad thing is is we were like felt so good we're just like yay that feels so nice to have another episode down we're ready for next week Mm -hmm. go to edit the file
0: and one of our mics is absolutely
1: effed. <laughs> horribly, horribly, horribly messed up. Yeah. It sounded like this. <laughs> <laughs> and we said exactly that. that. Probably shouldn't. Release That's not that. salvageable. <laughs> so here we are. You're here. And we are back. Back. And I think before we even give you any insight to what this episode is about, start with our favorite would you rather
0: would you rather would you how do you say would you rather in an irish accent for saint patty's day
1: i can't even what is an irish accent i, think about it by I need less to know of a hard R, more of a softer r so what i would do instead of saying far i'd say fire 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 i would say car car, car. So <laughs> Really, again the one-off holiday is so fun so fun yeah we're just gonna
0: go hop around to some pubs and it's snowing here in denver Mm -hmm. which is honestly
1: nice for a pub vibe i'm into it
0: like it's got to be rainy or cold or gloomy out to feel like a pub is really doing its magic Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm.
1: excited for that Mm -hmm. all right all right (laughs) Uh, all right (laughs) um okay hit me hit me okay i I forgot we were doing a would Would you rather have a dumb voice or an annoying voice? A dumb voice or an annoying voice?
0: Yeah. So dumb voice is like, um, yeah, so, uh, <laughs> do you want to hang out or versus an annoying voice? Annoying voice is like, hey, oh my God, it's so <laughs> good to see you. How are you? What are you been up to?
1: <laughs> um... <laughs> i really don't know i don't it's so hard. i don't think like there's not something that's immediately coming to my brain and there's always an answer that I immediately know. comes They're to my brain so bad oh. <laughs> i will say the advantage of having a dumb voice is mm-hmm. you could have a dumb voice but you could be really smart <laughs> And you could prove people wrong, but like first impressions like you are so. Just, you just got to get past his voice. Like I know, or he, I'm me. I, know. <laughs> I, I am a woman. Um, I'm trying to figure out how like a quote uh, unquote dumb woman voice would sound like that. You are sound like a man. What? That's that's just a dumb oh, voice. Um, I would die if you just spoke like that. It okay. does bring your voice down very far.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess that, I can see why you think it sounds manly. <laughs> but you have to choose. So you're going dumb? I think I'm going dumb voice. Let me, I, I need to hear your dumb voice. I don't know how I would sound. <laughs> can you imagine like a client, you're on a, a client call with a bride. You just <laughs> answered, you're like, hello.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like that's what? so hard to I get I really, passed. oh no. What? Yeah. yeah. Seriously? sure (laughs) or uh, uh, do you think like i think specifically girls who really heighten their voice or drag out their words Mm -hmm. do you think any of that is ever on purpose like what give me an example like attention receiving to just talk like this Mm. do you think it like it there is a combo of annoying and dumb and i think you just did it (laughs) (laughs) like in the middle yeah that's a mm, combo of the two. That's, that's a, combo. a good combo. Okay, well, then. First, what? like, you are talking like this. Our- Howdy. <laughs> Howdy. <do> you- <laughs> How you- oh my God, Jill, it's so good to see you. I love podcasting with you. Seriously. That's a good annoying. <laughs> like, I'm going dumb over that. I'll- yeah. <laughs> oh my God, it just makes my skin crawl. I'm so oh, excited. Wow. I can't wait to hang out. <laughs> it
0: just like turns into a weird accent.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm going dumb. That's my final vote. Yeah. Because okay. I just want to surprise I guess it's really people subjective with my intelligence. What
0: you think sounds dumb, and what you think sounds annoying. Because that true. could be different for everyone. Some people might not mind a little chatty Kathy,
1: who talks like this. <laughs> <laughs> who talks like this? Hi Sam, what? how are you? You doing good, you cutie. It's like aged, just you're yeah. fifty years older. Than yeah, you actually, are it's like how a very sweet grandma would call and catch up with you. Oh my God, Sam! Hi, you cutie. How you doing? Ah. You doing great, sweetie. Oh yeah, I I choose that one above all else. Yeah, very that one sweet, can be endearing. endearing.
0: That one can be endearing. <laughs>
1: Maybe if I had a list of voice, I want to be presented 10 different voices yeah. that fall it in the really annoying depends. category mm-hmm. or the dumb category. And then you can choose which one you have to be stuck with forever. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Cause it really, depends. someone's, someone's going to DM us and be like, oh, well, you guys do have dumb voices. I'm so sorry. Oh, I hate no, to they, break you, but your
1: voices are actually really annoying. They don't
0: even know they have dumb or annoying voices. <laughs>
1: embarrassing I kind of actually do get annoyed of my like when I'm fresh off of laughing and I'm talking (laughs) (laughs) talking like this I kind of get annoyed of it that has been an interesting thing for us Mm -hmm. listening to to ourselves back but uh, what good is it going to do to pick yourself apart
0: you yeah. have the voice that exactly. you have
1: mm-hmm. of course everything in me would love to have just like a really sexy mm, a raspy voice. raspy voice oh, i know like I a really funny story in high school <laughs>
0: We're actually just
1: riffing today. Like, we have no topic. (laughs) No, in
0: high school one time, I, like, really wanted to have a hot, raspy voice. And I, like, just screamed in my pillow for, like, an hour. (laughs) And then I I literally remember walking in to high school and seeing, I'm not going to say their names, but I'll tell you after you're going to die, this guy and this girl. And I just go, And it like, it was just because I had just been screaming for three hours, but it didn't come out like hot raspy. It literally came out like, <laughs> and they were both like, oh my God. I was like, sorry, excuse You've me. you never told me that before. That's the funniest thing. Isn't that funny? I was just like, when were you, how old were you? <laughs> I was like junior, junior year, oh, like, uh, wow. way too, oh, maybe it was sophomore. That is way funny. too old either
1: way. The things we do, <laughs> you know? The things uh, we do. Okay. What are we talking about this week? <laughs> well, <clears throat> um, this week, okay, backing up to last week, creative burnout, fresh, like from our heart, deep in the trenches, and I think it was a really interesting perspective to listen back to that episode and hear what you're you're personally going through from a different perspective. I know when Jill and I edit the episodes and listen back, we're always trying to be the least biased as possible and really receive it as if we're not ourselves. And it was just really interesting hearing places that I was speaking from, which I still completely stand by, but specifically specifically how I was speaking about my health and my prioritization for myself it was just kind of painful and sad and knowing that no part of me has put myself as a priority in a long time Mm -hmm. I was like whoa it was just this huge wake-up call and mental shift that has quite frankly I've completely adjusted and shifted my mindset however many weeks it's been since we recorded that And I was telling Jill that I think it'd be really cool to talk about today um, what some of those things are. And it's Mm -hmm. not like, hey, this is what we do and this is how we got out of it. It's just certain mindset shifts that I've really embraced and Mm -hmm. dove into a lot further that have genuinely completely shifted my perspective of dealing with burnout and how we can help ourselves through this process. So... Well, it's crazy because from that episode
0: to today, it's like you are like a completely different person. Like, your work has not gone down at all. Mm-hmm. Nothing tr- like externally has changed. Like, you externally have still been doing 12 hour days and working on the weekends and working so hard because you're in your busy season right now with editing weddings. Externally, nothing has changed since that burnout episode but like you still I, look like
1: shit and you're tired <laughs> honey <laughs> still work. Break- <laughs> take a shower <laughs> just kidding um but, no
0: like but i just mean like your circumstances haven't changed but like your entire perspective and just your attitude and your energy and your everything has changed and it's been so cool to see like you just have this completely different mindset shift that's i've been able to Clearly, obviously, see from the outside. So, I'm just curious, like, what initially sparked that?
1: It really was. I. It felt like a whole new way of cleansing my emotions. I mean, people who know me well and probably you guys even get a sense of this now. Like, I really do not hide talking things through. Like, that's always Mm -hmm. been a part of how I handle challenges. But I think to do it in more of a public way, Mm -hmm. it was like it felt so cleansing and releasing of this burden that I think I just carry so privately sometimes, but that in turn just drains my energy and ability to just be present in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, but it really was listening back to that episode that was like, Mm. it, it just was so interesting to hear how I was mentally processing and speaking about these things. And it, it I was just sitting on it because, as you guys know, we were Jill and I had a lot of conversations whether we should release that episode or not, like, mm-hmm. is this too heavy? Is this too deep? And we decided to stand by it, which I'm so proud that we did, mm-hmm. um, but even just thinking about uh what I was saying, where it's just like, yeah, I don't have the mental or physical energy to work out or devote to my health. It's kind of like I, it was such a black and white spectrum for me where it's like once my life is in balance, this once my Mm. life is in balance, then I can be this way. And it just was this full light bulb moment in my brain Mm. of being like, you are causing yourself so much pain Mm. by waiting for the time that you're going to be able to take care of yourself. Mm. Like we, we are, (laughs) we are the drivers in our own life and we are at the end of the day in control of our own happiness. And That is not anything that life is going to present to me. I have to change my lifestyle design and actively shift my choices and my priorities, Mm -hmm. um, which in turn has just been like, so I I feel like a different person from these last couple of weeks. And even just some podcast recommendations that Jill has given me, it's like I have dove head first into those Mm -hmm. and just love receiving all of that enlightening information
0: yeah. I love that. That's so cool. I feel like there's so many things that like you can do to just change your mindset. Like I am just eating up just self-development podcasts and books right now. Cause it's like insane how much Just what you spend your time listening to and hearing, how that genuinely changes your subconscious and your mindset Mm -hmm. in ways that you don't know, and just like not wasting your time on stuff that's not just like life giving anymore. And like, I don't want to be like, don't watch Netflix, guys. It's ruining. It's like, no, that's fine. It's just sometimes you do need to just like mindlessly recover. But Mm -hmm. I also just think like, if you're just on your way to work, like, why not listen to like a self development podcast? Why not? read a self-development book like it's it's only going to do good things for you so Mm -hmm. I remember when we were flying recently um on the plane we were both reading this book that was recommended to you Mm -hmm. by your brother-in-law and oh my gosh it's been like changing our lives and it's so good but we both were reading the same section at the same time about happiness <laughs> the amount of times we'd like take an airpod out and look at
1: each other and just be like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> oh my god have you read this part yet? yeah i need to talk to you it was, it was so office. good so good
0: mm-hmm. in fact that we actually are structuring this entire episode off five points from that book that have just been like life-changing and
1: just i know everyone can benefit from Okay, well, even before making the first point, I do have to compliment you, Jill, because even the conversations that we have, (laughs) I think sometimes going through this process and also having you to always talk these things through Mm -hmm. makes me realize that you're not as much of a walking tornado as I am (laughs) 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 in my high highs and like low lows. And I just, you there's been a season in your life that was extremely difficult Mm -hmm. where you did feel the depths of creative burnout. But I feel like you're so good at just managing balance. Mm -hmm. Like you just are very balanced in your day to day and in structuring your habits and the ways that you show up for yourself. And Mm -hmm. I think it's just very inspiring to show me that it's like, Okay, this is possible and I'm just getting in my own way hmm. and feeding too much into energy that's just completely draining me.
0: Yeah, thank you. That means so much. I honestly think we've talked about
1: this before, but
0: I sometimes I feel like I live in a little bit of an aloof state. <laughs> but it's like I just genuinely enjoy making every part of life fun like that is like one of my deepest values that I've always had of just like I don't care what the situation is I don't care if I'm broken down on the side of the road I don't care if I'm stuck in an airport I don't care what it is like you can make every situation fun and like make it a funny memory and just like Mm -hmm. a fun story and just romanticizing life in that way of just like what there's no reason to just be like god fucking damn it. like you know what I mean like it's just you don't have to react to everything yeah. like I'm just gonna choose to like have fun and just like kind of pretend not even pretend that there isn't stressful things going on but just trying to see a more fun easy side to it and just being like this is happening whether I'm enjoying it or stressed about it so I might as well find a way to enjoy it
1: mm-hmm. so I
0: think that's why I've been able to just be like very emotionally just like stable for most of my life, which is great. Other than like, obviously a few big ups and downs, but
1: yeah, I think that's just a value of mine. Yeah. It's, and it's an incredible value. And I think something that is a tough learning lesson for us all to reach that place, but Mm -hmm. it's interesting too. I think we should just dive into it because all of, we're going to be able to make points on all of these things. Yeah. Did you say the name of the book? No. Ah, Okay. Say it. I <laughs> guess I guess we should start with that.
0: Yeah. Okay. So the book that we're both reading that is incredible, highly, highly recommend everyone goes and gets it is the Almanac
1: of Naval Ravikant. Ravicant. Yeah. Yeah. It is so good. It's unbelievable because I've, I've opened thanks to a lot of recommendations and even your podcast recommendations, but little did I know there's a whole world of, um, diving into business knowledge and implementing implementing that, but with a background of like spirituality mm. and happiness and health mm-hmm. where it combines the two oh, yes. that it's just been my favorite thing. Cause I feel like I'm just like really getting everything I need from one source mm. and it feels so empowering. And it's like this business book is not dry at all. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's literally just a guide to wealth and happiness and how you can achieve those things in your life. But we're talking specifically Mm -hmm. on the section about happiness. And we've pulled about five quotes that Mm -hmm. really were a gut punch to us Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I think have completely altered truly my brain chemistry. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the first one. Are you
0: ready? Get ready. Happiness is there when you remove the sense of something missing in your life. Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's just... Everyone has their own definition of happiness, Mm -hmm. but I think reading about Navel's perspective about it, it was such an enlightening perspective that I don't think I've thought about happiness before, where it's removing this pressure to just be happy-go-lucky all the time, but instead channeling it as more of a... um, Peaceful state of just being present and yeah. being very present in your life, and just content with what you have exactly. in this moment. Like, you know this quote specifically, and I think it is so applicable to business and something that I'm insanely guilty of is constantly thinking about the future, always having desires and plans for your next step in life. And this was one of those wake up calls too, where. There is just so much power in the presence of Mm -hmm. being thankful for what you have with like once you eliminate so much desire from your brain, it opens up an entire space in your brain to just be and exist Mm -hmm. and be happy with existing. Yeah. And
0: this is such a hard thing as an entrepreneur or business owner because you're building a business. Obviously Mm -hmm. you're growing like you're not trying to stay stagnant as a business owner. So it's hard to be like... Wait, how do you like remove desire? Of course I want to continue to grow. Of course I want more for myself. But I think it's just this balance of being like I I do have like desires and goals, but I'm also going to make an active effort and it is a practice, a daily practice to like stop and look around and just be like in this moment, look at what I have. Mm-hmm. Like I am so high up on the hierarchy of needs. Like I need to just appreciate what I have. I don't need to live out of scarcity. I don't need to pretend that I'm like trying to just survive. Like I just need to realize, oh my goodness, like today in this moment, I am fed. I am dressed. It is a nice day outside. I'm, I have people that love me and people that I love. I have a job. I am you know, like just appreciating just the present moment of what you do have and just being like, I have accomplished a lot and I would be proud of myself if I, you know, three years ago and just appreciating and having so much gratitude for where you currently are. Like, I think it's just that balance.
1: Mm -hmm. Because it's just, it's such an exhausting place to live of, always deeply having a sense of desire of I'll be happy when this I'll mm-hmm. be happy when this yeah. I'll be happy when I achieve this. And you're constantly existing in this state of feeling like you're behind. Mm-hmm. And I think that was probably the biggest wake up call for mm-hmm. me. And I it just feeding into down spirals and beating yourself up so much like Nick and I were talking last night and I think stress is such an interesting emotion mm-hmm. and something that we have complete control over. But when you start to feel stress and mm-hmm. then you feed into what your brain is telling you, and then you're just down spiraling and down spiraling and one thing happens that you're just like, Oh my God, then this and then this. And I like looked at Nick last night and I was like, it's okay, honey, like do not drink the devil's juice right now. And I was like, I actually love that line <laughs> because mm. I think just hypo, not hypothetically speaking, but like metaphorically speaking, you choose how to hydrate yourself and like Mm -hmm. what you nourish your brain with. Mm -hmm. And we are in control of the energy and the place that our brain exists in and finding a deep state of peace and being in the present moment. If you're just able to shut off your monkey brain and look out the window and like appreciate a bird sitting there Mm -hmm. or like seeing rainfall or even just being in our office and having this beautiful view of the city Mm -hmm. right here. It's like, there is so much power in just being present in that. And Mm -hmm. it gives you this deep sense of peace that you don't feel like you're exhausting yourself from. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, I just thought of something that we are obsessed with Catherine
0: Zanchina. Yeah. (laughs) She taught, she teaches a lot about manifestation, but what she said that is like, so in line with all this is your mindset instead of being like, I need this and I need this. And like always thinking about like what you need to make you happy instead being like, I want this because it would be fun and for the hell of it, but not because I need it. Mm -hmm. And just having that energy of just like, I'm happy with what I have. I am okay. I'm living in abundance. And I, you know, I want this next level in my business because it'd be so fun. Mm -hmm. And because why not? not, I need to be at this next level of my business. I am trying so hard because then you're putting out this just like scarcity mindset yeah. again. And that's just like the opposite of what gets you anywhere. Like needing is so, you're not having gratitude for what you have when you need, mm-hmm. you know,
1: it's, it's such a good point too, just shifting the actual words that come out of your mouth and restructuring the way that you say things because mm-hmm. yeah, wh- like Translating from your brain into your actions and the way you think about everything you do, living from a place of scarcity and fear Mm -hmm. directly reflects how you show up. Oh, mm-hmm. there so was so many points one. made in that one point, yep. but <laughs> happiness is there when you remove the sense of something missing in your life, stamp that in your brain, get it that is. tattooed on your back, <laughs> up your spine and look at it every day. Okay. <laughs> um, you have quote number two that you need to pull up from your phone. Oh. You little cutie, cutie. Hi, okay. <laughs> Our lives are a blink
0: of a firefly in the night. You're just barely here. You have to make the most of every minute, which doesn't mean you chase some stupid desire for your entire life. What it means is every second you have on this planet is very precious and it's your responsibility to make sure you're happy and interpreting everything in the best possible way. I love how he says you're just barely here. It's Mm -hmm. so true. Mm -hmm. Like we think we're just this huge deal and that we're just going to make this crazy legacy and that... Everything is so big, but it's like when you look at it, we're just these tiny little creatures on this little tiny planet in this massive galaxy, and we're here for a blink of an eye. So why not just enjoy
1: it and have fun? Well, it's so cool, too, because I remember – I'm just reciting this from my brain, so it's not an exact quote, but he was also talking about what if our life here is like the paradise that we were promised, and I just – he speaks so much about your reality being a direct reflection of your thoughts. Mm -hmm. And when you just think about enlightened people, no matter where they fall on the spectrum of just wealth at all, or what you have materialistically, it's like enlightened people see the world through rose colored glasses. Mm -hmm. And it's an active choice to just appreciate everything as is and Mm -hmm. it's like like you were saying it's so interesting because we can put so much pressure on what we do in this life and the legacy that we're going to leave but he even talks about no matter what you will be forgotten one day and i actually you might be remembered for
0: one two maybe three generations and after that
1: yeah you're probably not going to be remembered one day no one is going to know who elvis is Mm -hmm. that's just like even though he's left a legacy Mm -hmm. quote unquote anyone like anyone any insane artist or writer or mm-hmm. musician musician anyone only is remembered for a select few generations mm-hmm. until they are just filtered and mm-hmm. that's just the nature of life and mm-hmm. i think once you let go of yourself being such a big deal mm-hmm. it re- relieves so much pressure mm mm-hmm. Yeah, So you can just be and exist and be happy.
0: Yeah, it's like we're we are pretty insignificant in the grand scheme of the universe. So stop putting so much pressure on your life and what you need to accomplish and just enjoy it because you're literally only here for if you're lucky. 90 years Mm -hmm. like who knows who knows if we can even make it that long like Mm -hmm. it's just like why not literally why not just romanticize everything and make every situation fun and just enjoy little things who are you hurting by doing that Mm -hmm. and it is a skill like I don't think it's just like think positive thoughts all the time it's like when you're in a negative or when you're in a hard season just look for little things to be like oh, I can appreciate this about this season, though. Or I can, like, something that I always think about is when I had really bad anxiety, like, horribly, horribly bad anxiety. I, Katie knows I was, like, a different person. Like, I couldn't even talk.
1: It was absolutely devastating. And I I say that with every ounce of truth. Like, Jill, no part of her personality was... Mm -hmm it was, she was trapped. She was like Mm -hmm. imprisoned in her own body. And even when she would speak, there was just this shakiness and fear and Mm -hmm. just constant state of fear in her voice. It was so, so sad. Yeah.
0: I just felt like for 12 hours a day, I was just carrying a hundred pounds of fear on my back all day long. And Mm -hmm. it was just like this mental battle all day. And I remember just like watching people just walking around and being like, they have no idea how lucky they are to just be able to walk around and not feel the weight of just fear at all times and not just be terrified. I remember seeing like old people and being like, they're so lucky that they made it this long. Like they're so lucky that they're still alive and just being like, when I get out of this, I'm going to appreciate just walking around and just being able to focus on a task without thinking about anxiety and fear. And I'm not, ever going to take that for granted again to just be able to live a normal life and of course I still take it for granted but like Mm -hmm. that's something that brings me back of just like you can find so much appreciation in the small things in life and just where we are and like the things we're able to do you know and to just not take that for granted and if anyone has struggled with either mental illness or even physical illness I Mm -hmm. think you can probably understand how that feels, you know?
1: Oh yeah. This is like not, it's somewhat relatable, but I remember even just the feeling after my back surgery Mm -hmm. and getting out of the hospital and it like even having to relearn how to walk or just taking for granted showering by myself Mm -hmm. or like feeling sunlight on my skin for the first time. It's like until something is stripped from you, you don't realize what a huge gift it actually is mm-hmm. to just be a healthy and able person to mm-hmm. go about your day and I remember um, if any of you know Indie Blue I'm a big mm. fan but she had posted this story that I thought was like very sweet and speaks to this point a little bit where <laughs> she's like when you step outside of just being a human, it's so cute that we get to choose how we live our days. Like mm. you want to go to the grocery store and pick whatever food you want and you get <laughs> to choose where you get to drive next. Like, yeah, it is kind of funny if you think about how everyone talks about us just living in a simulation or this being a game or whatever. When you step outside of it and just see life from a larger perspective, Mm -hmm. it is kind of funny how caught up in everything we get. I know. It's like unbelievable. I know. Like how lucky are we Mm -hmm. to get to do the things and have the freedom that we do Mm -hmm. on a daily basis?
0: Well, that's why like when you hear someone talking about how stressed they are and they're like telling you why, obviously I have empathy, but like, you know how like that feeling in the back of your head where you're like, it's not that big of a deal like where you're just kind of like damn that sucks that it's like consuming you like this because in 10 years you're not even going to remember this moment like if it's not going to matter in 10 years like don't give yourself to that stress like you know what I mean it's just kind of like damn that sucks that you're it's just consuming you like I wish that you could just see how much this doesn't matter Mm -hmm. like nothing fucking matters
1: (laughs) that leads to the wake-up call of hearing how much burnout in my job was impacting my overall well-being Mm. when my well-being is valued so much higher than stress Mm -hmm. like the work is going to get done no matter my attitude about it exactly so I better just have a good attitude about it like that's what matters and Mm -hmm. then you enter your work in a happier state Mm -hmm. because when you're just feeling stressed and burnt out I think it's it's honestly really healthy to admit it to yourself, Mm -hmm. but admit it to yourself and then activate change.
0: Yeah, for sure. I love that thought of like, I have to do this task whether I'm stressed or whether I'm happy. So I might as well choose happiness. Mm -hmm. And like, again, it's a choice and it's a daily practice. It's not just... You know, it's like it's a skill. It's Mm -hmm. not it's something you can get better at and choose, which dang it, I think I just actually said the next point.
1: (gasps) No, it's good. This is showing that we chose a good flow for this. That Ooh, ooh, no, that actually really does really lead well into the third point, mm -hmm. which says ultimately you have to take responsibility. Save yourself. Mm. (sighs) Oh, so good. That's like that was that was the actual light bulb moment because I feel like we can blame, I'm guilty, blaming so many circumstances and just saying, when I'm done with this, this will happen. When I'm done with this, my life will look this way. Oh, I'll have time for this when this,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you have to save yourself. And we actually were talking about this the other week, um, no matter the relationships you have in your life and Navel talks about this too, but we're all, all we really have is ourselves. Mm-hmm we're born alone and we die alone mm-hmm. and you have to save yourself mm-hmm. of and even just you like wait your, for someone to save you your self-love journey <laughs> and how you've stepped into it that i think that speaks to this point so well mm-hmm. well that's like It's so
0: funny because suffering is just a part of the human condition. It is going to happen to all of us. Bad, sad, heartbreaking, fucked up things are going to happen to us. So why are we so surprised when they do? Like, why are we like, no, not me. It's like, it's like, why are we surprised? Like it is going to happen. So let's just work on ourselves before it happens and Mm -hmm. just work on expecting that. And that helps you appreciate, like not in a cynical way, not like, Oh (laughs) God, something horrible is going to (laughs) happen. But just being like, Oh my gosh, I'm appreciating this season in my life because everything is pretty good right now. And I know that that's not going to last. And I know something hard is probably around the corner. And when that does come, I'm not going to be shocked and I'm just going to keep working through it and feeling those feelings. But like, I have the choice to just say, oh, this one's going to be hard. And like, I'm going to need some people to help me through this one or whatever it is. But just like not being shocked that suffering is going to happen to you. Like every single human on this earth either has an incredibly sad, hard, heartbreaking story or will have one at some point, Mm -hmm. unfortunately. yeah. So it's like, let's just stop being like, everyone is out to get me and the world is such a bad place. And just being like, yeah, that's just part of everyone's life. And like, I can get through it.
1: The victim mentality is such a thief Mm -hmm. and really robs you of any sense of joy you could find in your life. Mm -hmm. And it's the sooner that you can drop it truly, the better off you'll be. Mm -hmm. And it breaks my heart to see people who exist solely through the lens of being a victim to everything Mm -hmm. that is their current reality. Right. And again, to your point, like there are so many different levels of pain and privilege. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that is very personal to you and your story. But at the same time, there is a lot that we do have control over to decide how we, continue with that story i guess yeah and
0: that's not to invalidate like no hard things that happen to people and like it's almost just to say like you're gonna suffer hard sometimes and that's totally okay but like don't let that just like ruin your entire life like there's still a reason that you're here and there's still a life worth living mm-hmm. and you're going to go through really hard stuff and that is valid mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's both yep I don't want to sound like I'm just like
1: boo-hoo. Boo-hoo, Sam. Boo-hoo, get over it. No. (laughs) No, this is not saying that at all.
0: Yeah. Um, I feel like like something I do actively like with relationships is like I genuinely look at my husband or even you (laughs) and I'm just like appreciate where I, I like actively I'm just like, oh, I love this person and it's Mm -hmm. so fun that we're so close right now and it's so fun that things are great and that we just had a great day together because I don't know how long I'll have you. Like I might not be guaranteed to have you for the rest of my life and like I think that's a great way to just look at relationships is like a lot of relationships come and go and just being like, oh, this is fun right now. Like I love this right now and I don't know how long it's going to last, but I'm going to appreciate it while it does. Mm
1: -hmm. You know, I think it's, um, which again, I keep going back to the book, but he talks about, uh, just how children exist in the world mm. and there's so much to learn from kids. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, I'll, I'll wrap dogs in there. Why not? You know, because <laughs> <laughs> it's both kids and dogs <laughs> <live> <laughs> the in best size, such a beautiful place of presence and see the world through <laughs> so much wonder. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's just so sad. Looking at so many adults where I'm sure at one point they were able to live in that place of peace and presence, but kids really aren't thinking Mm -mm. or worried about any of their future desires. They don't even question anything around them. They're just like, oh yeah, this is it. Which I will say... If a child's hierarchy of needs is not being met, that's a completely different story. If
0: they're not like literally in survival mode, if they're heartbreaking.
1: Yeah. Um, But let's just say hypothetically, a a kid with a good childhood Mm -hmm. experiences so much wonder and happiness in their day-to-day life. And I even remember that feeling as a kid of you're not focused on everything five, 10 years down the road. You're not focused on but not from a privileged place. It's like surviving. Yeah. You know, you're taken care of and loved and you get so excited about the little things in your day.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. You could like take a kid to a dump and they would just be like, all right, (laughs) this is what we're playing today. rocks. Yeah. Yeah, Like, all right, let's find something cool to play with and pretend it's an airplane. Like, it's Mm -hmm. just like, they don't even question. It's so cool. I would love to get back to like, just more of a childlike, like like, state of being. And I love people that are like that. Like, there's specific people I can think of that just kind of like live life like that. Mm-hmm. Henry too, Aww. of Henry's diary. We got oh, to I like spend him. so much time with him and he's just one of those people that like has so much fun all the time, laughs like a kid.
1: He'll just <laughs> pick mo- a- up. <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> the most contagious laugh I've ever had. Yeah, and
0: just like genuinely is just ha- has such a childlike personality and it's mm-hmm. so refreshing to be around. And I think And he will talk about too. I mean, we'll have him on the podcast one of these days if we're so lucky. But (laughs) he talks about that all the time of just being like, we don't know how much longer we have in this life. So let's enjoy every day.
1: And it's interesting, which we'll save that for when he's on the podcast. But his whole nursing background, I think, is really what inspired and continues that mentality for him Mm -hmm. is because he did for so long see so many people live in the worst days of their life for extended periods of time yeah which and die at a young age yeah which is why he is the way he
0: is but Mm -hmm. yeah we will definitely I my goal is to get him on this podcast because it
1: he's just so good yes okay point number four is quote my number one priority in life above my happiness above my family above my work is my own health it starts with my physical health Second, it's my mental health. Third, it's my spiritual health. Then it's my family's health. Then it's my family's well-being. After that, I can go out and do whatever I need to do with the rest of the world. (laughs) 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 I read that. The first time I read that, I was like, oh, fuck. I'm doing (laughs) that completely backwards. Mm. Like I am doing that in the exact opposite order of showing up for the world and my clients first. Like literally... Above everything else, and I'm like, you know what? Mm-mm. Yeah. No, we can't mm-hmm. do that. We mm-hmm. like, you can still serve your people well, but they are not your priority above your health. Mm-hmm. And that's not a selfish mentality. It's taking care of yourself so that you can show up as your best self in your life. Well, it's funny because you think that if you prioritize
0: the thing in the in the backwards order, like you said you think you're serving people better but really if your health is declining then you're not going to have the mental focus to be your best self and to help people the most you're not going to have the physical stamina if you're Mm -hmm. us and you're filming on set you're not going to have the relationships and feel safe and loved and you're just going to be you know it's like it's funny how you think you're doing the right thing but really you're not like it's so much better you can serve everyone else in your life so much better when you've taken care of yourself first.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I honestly feel like that one's pretty just solid and self-explanatory. Mm-hmm. I don't think we need to yeah. deep break it apart. Oh, there's this really good saying.
0: I don't know who it is, but... Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you guys can look it up, whoever said this, but it's... um in the beginning of your life, you spend your health to get wealthy. And at the end of your life, you spend your wealth to get healthy.
1: Health to get wealthy and then spend your... So you spend your health to get wealth Uh and then you spend your wealth to get health. I feel like that was in the book maybe.
0: It might be. I don't know. Something to that
1: point. but A similar point.
0: Literally like your whole life when we're like toxically just hustling all the time and you're not focusing on your health then you finally have money in your later years and then all of a sudden you're paying all these medical bills and things because your health wasn't taken care of you're spending everything you earned for the things that you neglected it's like oh let's just not neglect that Mm -hmm. (laughs) like let's just have balance and it might take a little longer to get successful but, oh, that's the other thing he said, too, was mm-hmm. when he was like, always choose the harder path now for an easier path later
1: Yeah, then like an
0: easy path now because it's going to be harder later. And I think that is so good with like, maybe it'll take longer to make a lot of money. Maybe, I don't know, X, Y, Z, but like taking a harder path now is always going to benefit you later. You know? Uh,
1: it's just, I don't know how this man got all this wisdom. I know. Like, but it's just actually life-changing and so empowering and especially someone with his level of success. Like he's an angel investor and has so much money, but such a level head. Mm-hmm. And it's just, oh, uh, I love having people combine just deep life values or spirituality with how to run a successful business because it feels so endearing. Um So going Sponsor into-, into- yeah. Mabel, however, Mabel. Uh, can we meet you? <laughs> Please be a wife. <laughs> um, okay. Point number five, and I love this one, is usually the most common is, quote unquote, I don't have time. I said that in the last episode. Quote, I don't have time is just another way of saying it's not a priority
0: called out literally every time you find yourself saying I don't have time switch out the phrasing to that's not a priority right now mm-hmm. and see how that feels yep feels like I just don't have time to work out working out is just not a priority for me it's like ooh, sorry oh like,
1: like, yeah <laughs> yeah change change that yeah. oh you owe yourself that it's that's how you can best show up for yourself every single day and granted I'm not a hundred percent consistent all of the time mm-hmm. but I am really actively changing my mindset to where that time is non-negotiable for me Mm -hmm. and whatever it looks like that day, Mm -hmm. a 30 minute walk, getting outside, like making active choices. Even (laughs) when he was talking about diet too, he's like, there's so many diets and fads and people who believe this and this and this. But the only thing that I follow is the more processed the food, the more I stay away from it. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, that's easy. Great. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Yeah. <laughs> like uh-huh. that's manageable and not overwhelming. Mm-hmm. But it's just uh it when you take care of yourself, you're just such a happier human. Uh it's just all very special. I love talking about this and I feel like it's just so nice to go through this with you and talk it through in real mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Um because honestly, all of these practices and things that we've discussed have been so insanely helpful and life-changing, even yeah. in these last two and a half or three weeks. Yeah, and um, quite the contrast from our last episode. But yeah. <laughs> hopefully
0: that gives you guys just the feeling heard when you are burnt out and then also feeling like there is hope and there's things that we can do to just enjoy this life because it's not very long. No. Look around your little car that you're driving right now or your room that you're in or the place that you're working and just force yourself to be grateful for one thing.
1: One thing you like. What's one thing you're grateful for right now? Me? Yeah. Mm. Nothing. Nothing.
0: <laughs> um, I'm grateful just that we get to work together every day and that we are sitting in a beautiful office in downtown Denver looking out at the buildings on a snowy day like that's fun mm-hmm. what that's so cool that's what i'm thankful
1: for what about you i feel the exact same i feel thankful to be in this beautiful room podcasting on a thursday morning with my best friend and enjoying it and just knowing that we're tackling everything on our to-do list mm-hmm. and i'm thankful to have checked off one of my biggest dreams not <gasps> oh my gosh yeah Ever. <laughs> Tell us. You guys are still here. I just, it's probably this. I made a vision board as we talked about manifestation episode two. This was on my vision board. Mm -hmm. And I have stalked and stalked this tattoo artist and followed him for years now. And I am so excited to say that I have flights booked to go to Amsterdam at the end of April to get tattooed by this artist. I'm freaking out. I'm so excited. It's like a full dream come true, truly, and really an act of self-love and a present to myself just in honor of this season of life and kind of speaking to what we spoke about today. um, This is something that's really important to me and a form of self-expression that I so deeply want to showcase every day and wear on my body and share with my kids and Mm. get wrinkly with. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm stoked. I told Kitty today, I was like, I'm proud of you for just being selfish for once and
0: being like, I'm going to Amsterdam. I'm buying these tickets. I'm doing this for myself because this is something that I just want and Mm -hmm. it's going to make me happy. And I'm like, good for you. Like there's things that we're allowed to be selfish about sometimes. And I think this is just such a great way to see you like loving yourself and doing something for yourself. Thank you.
1: It was a very just unapologetic decision and something that I wasn't not going to do. Yeah. So she's going to get a face tattoo. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um. <laughs> it's just like so bad. <laughs> People are like, Oh no.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, maybe, well, probably won't be for quite a while, but we'll while. show you guys when it's, uh, freshly tatted. Yahoo!
1: Yahoo! Can't wait. Okay. Well, Go out there, get after it, and make your cutie little dreams come true, you cute little wifey cuties. Cuties. (laughs) Bye, Sam. Bye, Sam. (laughs) Great chatting with you. (laughs) Love you, cutie. (laughs) See you later. Give your mama a kiss. That was good.